The flow from LaGuardia was coagulated. An eighteen-wheeler, like some behemoth suddenly intent on suicide, had swerved across the median, ended the lives of five, and now lay there on the Grand Central Parkway with its exposed underside looking riggard. Mitchell Lawton was the passenger in a much-abused fleet taxi sixty-four lengths back from the collisions. In fatalistic measure, death had missed him by, at most, half a minute. The taxi meter was ticking away voraciously. Each time it went it to register a greater amount. Mitch was made to think how this was another of those wastes of lifetime. A more equitable arrangement could have been created, he thought. For instance, when forced to wait like this, why shouldn't a person be allowed to call time out or perhaps even receive a credit on the other end? He'd certainly done more than a fair share of unfair waiting this day. The flight to Boston had been delayed a half hour because of air traffic. Then his eleven o'clock appointment with Grayson at Fidelity Eastern Insurance had to be pushed ahead to one because Grayson was having a root canal emergency. And now this tie-up. Already it had cost Mitch nearly forty minutes. For what must have been the hundredth time, he told himself to relax. Take it in stride. Do what Maddie advised to cope with such unavoidable irritating instances. Turn mentally inside out, was the way she put it. Think flowers, for example. Not a mere bouquet, but a whole skyful. Or think of finding a downy bird-belly feather that could be kept mid-air by the slightest breath for miles and miles over an ideal endless meadow. Think of a happy home run a bases-loaded, tenth-inning game winner. Whatever it took to transcend, Maddie prescribed. At times, Mitch had been able to perform her inside-out trick. Not often, and not easily, but he had. However, this afternoon, it was impossible. The taxi seat was one reason. The foam rubber within it had given up ten thousand passengers ago. What the rump got now was practically all inflicting springs. What's more, the seat refused to stay in place, kept shifting forward from its proper slot beneath the back cushion. The ashtrays stunk, were stuffed with stubs and used tissues. No air conditioning. The unclosable windows were cross-ventilating exhaust fumes. Then there was the driver of the next car over. Emaciated, brittle-looking woman with a mass of hair and impossible red.